Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Thanks, Jess. On the breakfast show. Right. Uh, we're on Mind Your Business this morning. Think about state properties for a moment, Ryan. What usually springs to mind? Okay, so I'm thinking government buildings, historic landmarks, that sort of thing. For me, it's heritage buildings, you know. Well, times are changing, especially here in Landscare, Singapore. The state properties are shifting gears to meet our changing lifestyles. Mm, so what's going on? The Singapore Land Authority has awarded a tender for a co-living concept at 79-95 to 95 Hindu Road to construction and development company Eco Energy in partnership with co-living operator Cove Living. Okay, situated in the Little India Precinct, the two-storey building, which comprises 18 apartment units and has a gross floor area of approximately 1,700 square metres, it is the first shophouse type asset class under the state property portfolio to be launched for co-living concepts. And this won't be the first and last one as more co-living tenders are expected to be launched over the next few months. And we're joined in the studio now by the winning tenderer, David Tan, General Manager for Eco Energy. David, welcome to the show. Very well, welcome. Good morning. Good morning to you, everyone, to Ryan and to Lynn. All right, so let's talk about this project. I understand you're quite active in bidding for uh, these projects. So walk us through what took you to bid for this current location. Uh, this is the first time a conservation shop house and right in the heart of CBD, Little mm-hmm. India, has been put out for a tender to be converted from a commercial to a residential, especially mm-hmm. in co-living, which is, I think, the in thing these days, given that the property rental prices are quite high. So we thought, yep, uh, there, there should be a demand given that in the vicinity of a lot of uh, IHL, Institute mm-hmm. of Higher Learning mm-hmm. nearby. And it's not a very big property, 18 units. So we thought, let's go in together, together with Cove. Yeah. yeah so what inspired that partnership with Cove Living? Ah, we have been working with Cove for the last probably about one and a half, two years in another project and the cooperation has been very smooth. Uh, we have the same kind of uh, thinking and concept. Mm. So when this came about, we looked towards each other and said, mm. let's go, why not? You know. So we decided to go it together. All right, David, walk us through what you can expect because for people thinking about co-living, you're just putting a bunch of rooms together and then you're staying together. What makes your proposal stand out enough to win versus the competition? Okay, in this tender, I think apart from the concept, uh, there's a tender price. So we, we will be a bit more bold. We put up the highest tender price. But having said that, I think Cove Living has been a well-established brand among the uh, expatriates or, or the foreigners coming here to looking for accommodation. They have a very active, uh, I would say, bonding program. So for mm-hmm. example, every other two weeks, they will have an event like a, a walk in the nature, some sports activity in the park where they organize for all their guests regardless where they are staying mm-hmm. and they bring them together so apart from just living there and you know, on your own in a, in a foreign country I think there's a, a lot of opportunity and platform for them to bond the guests ah, so it's a bit of a community yes going yes. on Okay, so this property we hear will be rebranded and named as 1925 Quarters. Could you tell us what's the significance of this name and you know, what's your vision for this project? Ah, well, we, we did some research and this particular building and together with some nearby in the same kind of design was built in 1925 by the British in those days to bring in the South Indian uh, workers. 
And quarters being a very British uh, vocabulary meaning housing, mm-hmm. so we thought, well, it's very appropriate to marry 1925 and quarters together. So mm-hmm. to give it that kind of historical take and a kind of a very old colonial feel. <laughs> okay, a colonial feel. So I suppose with heritage buildings, there is a limit to what I can do when it comes to renovations. So yes. what can you do and what are you going to do? Well, um, in such building uh, conservation houses, the external facade is definitely no-no. You have mm. to retain how it looks like since day one, if in, up to the colour palette. Yeah. Uh, so what we can do is in the interior, uh, like I said, uh, this 1925 uh, was built for the manual workers. Mm. There was only one toilet per unit. One. Oh, wow. And it's out in the open. So you can imagine in the night when you need to go to the toilet and if it's raining, you literally have to take an umbrella and then walk towards the toilet. In, and maybe get wet. But of course, uh, in each unit, we decided to, to have co-living. If we're going to have, uh, say, two tenants living together, I'm sure each one would like to have their own toilet. Mm-hmm. So in this particular one, we decided to give it an upgrade to bring it relevant mm-hmm. by bringing in another 38 toilets. Great. 36 toilets. Pardon, yeah. 36 so, toilets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a bit of an ensuite, uh, yes, one room type. Correct, correct. So we felt that while tenants will enjoy the social bonding, the community living, but come to privacy, convenient privacy, all that, I think a toilet ensuite is definitely important and necessary in these mm. days. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're in conversation with David Tan. He is the general manager for Eco Energy, which is transforming a heritage building at Hindu Road into a co-living space. Yeah, we want to talk more about uh, your plans for that. Can you share what additional services tenants can expect? There is a very uh, uh, interesting space, uh, the courtyard in Level 1, which we will deck it up. We'll put in the dining tables, mm-hmm. we'll put in like barbecue pits, and we will also want to incentivize and provide some basic uh, infrastructure mm-hmm. to get the tenants to grow maybe herbs. So we foresee nice. because kitchen facilities are provided. So And typically these are small uh, tenants, uh, meaning that probably one or two living together. So if we can have them to, to involve in growing some herbs themselves when they are cooking, they don't have to go to the nearby supermarket and buy a big bundle. So I think we want to give that kind of feeling that they are living quite similar to their home. They are, you know, everything is convenient. It's very organic. Yeah, that kind of feel. Mm, so with the redesign, there's a chance to make things more sustainable um, when it comes to perhaps the initiatives you have. So that's one of them, I suppose. Yes, yes. Um, we, of course, encourage all the waste recycling, the food recycling as well. Going forward, we actually want to challenge a little bit ourselves to bring in solar panels. Uh, we know that there is quite a lot of restrictions on conservation houses. So how do you want to put things outside? So putting solar panels on the roof, we have read through the, the URA limitation or guidelines. There is some possibility, so we are exploring that. That will be, bring the whole building from 1925 to very modern with solar energy. Mm. And as always with any property... Everyone's curious about the pricing. <laughs> what's the expected range monthly rent for co-living at Hindu Road? And what's, who is your target audience? In our tender, when we work out, um, we range from 3500 which we felt it is probably acceptable uh, mm-hmm. for the so-called the starting unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, this starting unit, despite its lowest price, it will still come on suite with toilet and kitchen, um, everything included with working spaces. And then the target, yeah, given there in IHL, there are four at least, uh, namely SMU, there is a LaSalle, there's Nanyang Academy of Fine Arts, there is also a private university, Kaplan. So we are quite confident that uh, with all this IHL, there are a lot of uh, big catchment that we can reach out to. And of course, CBD is just a stone throw away. Yeah, so there is a lot to look forward to. So how fast 
is this all going to happen? Give us a sense of the yeah. timelines you have when it comes to the milestones. Okay, the challenges here, of course, is to add in about 36 toilets and this probably we need the authorities' approval how this is going to be done. So the application and the submission process will take some time, but we are giving ourselves a timeline. Probably around January, February next year, we should get everything ready and to welcome our first guests. Okay. Can you give us any hints that your company, Eco Energy, might be coming up with other projects as well? Uh, Secret, secret. <laughs> yeah, uh, together with Co, we we are looking at other projects. Uh, one of which I think is already made public uh, in the news is um, Evans Road, uh, twenty six Evans Road. Yeah, so we are also looking at that one to see how we can mm. put in a attractive bit to to SLA. That's another state property. So we look forward to more plans from you, David. We've been sharing David Tan. He is the general manager for Eco Energy, which is transforming a state property at Hindu Road into a co living space. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.